from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Six previews every Wednesday. Blake Rafino, top of hour two. We'll go down to the boot. Go down to Louisiana. Talk to Blake. Johnny Crawford, who has been fantastic. Long time SEC football official. He'll be with us. Answer all your questions. Any clips you want seen, send them to me. Don't send them last minute. I guess you could, but it would be better if he had them in advance. I've already got a few. Sent to him already. Johnny Crawford with us hour two. And Griff, I know what you're going to say. Wait a minute. Bill, Griff's on Tuesday. Yeah, but yesterday was choppy at best. He was traveling. His connection was all distorted. It did not go well. Griff sent me a note, said, Bill, can we... Find another spot so I can get back on. The answer is, of course. And a little later, in hour three, about 20 minutes into hour three, Griff, that would be Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation, he will check in with us today as well. 615-844-5600. I'm told we've had some issues with the text line, but it should be back up soon. I thought maybe it'd be back up Monday. It's not. I was talking to Adam, Adam Johnson, back at the station on Tuesday about it. And he said, I thought it would be back up already, but it is supposed to be back up. I'll let you know when it's functioning again, but that should be back. But for now, 615-844-5600 on Twitter, at Bill is King, and you can email the show, Bill is King 7, at gmail.com. The last regular season committee 
ranking is out. That was last night. I really meant to watch it. I'm not kidding. I meant to watch it. You know what happened to me? I for, First of all, I forgot. I did. I, every time I forget. It's, it's like clockwork. Then I turned on Kentucky versus Miami basketball. Had that on, and I was multitasking, doing several things, but I forgot it was on. I literally did not even realize it was on. That's how important that committee is to me. Here is what they revealed. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, UW 3, Florida State number 4. They've got them number 4. Oregon, the Duckies 5. Remember, Duckies UW in the Pac-12 championship game. Their last game in that league as a football entity. Buckeyes fall to 6. Texas, 7. Alabama, 8. Alabama-Georgia matchup. Missouri, number 9. Penn State, number 10. Now, let's go back to Florida State at 4. Is the committee saying that all they have to do is win out? If they beat Louisville, does it matter if it's by a point or 28 points? They're in. Is that what they're saying right there? Or is there a scenario where Georgia loses, Alabama and Georgia both get in, Florida State get left out? The thinking is Florida State wins, they're in. That's that's the thinking. Now, and I think Herbie said this last night and made some people mad. I can't imagine a world where you're picking the four best teams and Georgia gets left out regardless of what happens on Saturday. I don't think Georgia's going to lose on Saturday. But if they did, I cannot imagine a world where you are trying to project to the public, we're going to let the four best teams in, and Georgia gets left out. I cannot imagine that. This is a clown show committee. But right now, Florida State's number four. This is not anti-Florida State. Florida State's done everything they could do with their schedule, right? They've done everything in their possible control to win these games. They're doing it now, having to do it now without a star quarterback. That's not the rest of the team's fault. They're fighting. They're pulling out another W here and there. And uh, now they have Louisville to go face in the ACC championship game. This isn't anti-Florida State. I would say this if it was Alabama. And Alabama was limping like Florida State is somewhat right now. I'd say it if it was Michigan or Georgia. If I didn't think they were one of the top four teams, I would put it out here. doesn't matter what team it is to me. I cannot imagine... Georgia not getting in regardless, but that might very well be what's about to happen. If they lose, it's perhaps a moot point because I don't know that I think 
Georgia's going to lose on Saturday as well as Alabama's playing. As pleased as I am with the way Alabama is performing right now, I still don't see it. Yeah, still don't see it happening. More news out of Notre Dame. Chauncey Stuckey, wide receiver coach, is out. Now, he has been a really good recruiter for them, if you think about it. Their freshman group of receivers this year have been good. They've got a bright future there. There was a problem with Stuckey. I'm not sure. I've heard a lot of various things. Apparently, this was trending. But that one took some folks, I'd say from the outside in, that took some folks a little bit shockingly. Yeah, I mean, that that was, I'm not going to say that was out of nowhere, but wow. Notre Dame knows how to get newsy. We all know this, right? Transfer portal, Zeke Corral starting center, even though I'm not sure he would have been. He'd been injured. And the news about number four for them, who'd been there a long time, kind of a running back hybrid wide receiver, is another one. But, wow, with with Chauncey Stuckey, Apparently, that was trending more than people think. Syracuse has their head coach, Fred Brown, DB coach, considered arguably the best recruiter in America, is the new Syracuse coach. He is from Camden, New Jersey. He's from up east. And where did he play? Western Carolina, I think I remembered. But... A absolute beast recruiter. And Georgia, look, Georgia's going to recruit well regardless. That's not my uh, angle here. But Syracuse gets a guy that knows the region should be able to recruit. If he can take that prowess up there, that would be good. The Qs, Dino Babers out, of course, not new news. Fran Brown is in off that Georgia staff. Remember, he was with Shiano. As well, spent a little time in the NFL, known as an absolute dude in recruiting. He's got a fantastic defensive backfield at Georgia. A a wonderful defensive backfield there at Georgia. He is the newest coach for the Cuse. Yeah, he is the newest coach for the Cuse. Oh, a note here. Commitments is two weeks from tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, the 14th and 15th. And I've put out the link for the rate. For some reason, those of you the last couple of days trying to get a room, when you click on that link, it says no rooms available. I alerted our good friend Music City Todd to this. And he's looking into it. He'll get that fixed. I asked him, I said, is that possible? Is it possible that those, 
because some of you have already got your rooms, right? And that was not a problem. But those of you here, last couple of days, I'm getting emails, correspondence from you, and you're saying, hey, Bill, it's, it's saying no rooms available. What's up? I had no idea. I'm glad you sent me that. I was not aware of that. That must have just happened. Todd's looking into it. I said, is it possible, Todd, we've lost these rooms? He said, no, I don't think so. I've got to let me get to IT or whatever, and uh, we'll get this fixed. So just hang with me on that. Those of you who got in earlier, maybe a week or two ago, that's, that's perfect. You're fine. You're fine. But for whatever reason, that link, when you click it, is saying no availability. We'll, we'll get that looked into. I don't think that's a problem. I asked Todd about it specifically, and he said, Bill, I don't think that's the issue. We have blocked off these rooms for this event. That should not be the case. Let me check into it and get it fixed. Another note regarding that. Because of commitments coming up, I've been promoting that will be at the Omni this Friday for the regular first Friday of the month appearance there. That is not the case this month. When we have commitments, we don't do the first Friday. So I've been promoting we would be there. But I'll have Coach Pete on regardless. We'll get him on by phone, but we will not be there this Friday. Another note. Yeah, another note. Brett Ciancia. When we continue, Pick 6 Previews. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's moving a little bit better than it was earlier coming down through Madison from that earlier crash on 65 southbound near Briley Parkway. Just really starting to load up coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro on 24 westbound. Coming past Sam Ridley headed towards Nashville. Watch for a little bit of radar this morning out in Dixon County on I-40 out there around 840. Same thing in Wilson County in the Mount Juliet area up and down I-40. Don't miss it this holiday season. The Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. Log on today. See Rock City. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much 
By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Francia Pick 6 previews each and every Wednesday with us. And, Brett, the last regular season committee release was Tuesday night. Did you have any issues? Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, one slight issue, and, you know, it finally matters here. The, all the other weeks I didn't have any problem because the season sorts itself out and we get the title weekend and uh, the champions usually make the tournament. But we have a scenario here where if they're um, – you know, if there is an upset here in the conference title games, the pecking order of the one-loss teams is going to matter because there's only room for one of them. So uh, the way that the committee placed Oregon uh, as the number one one-loss team, that's very, uh, very interesting and could have a lot of weight on it here. Um, above Ohio State, above Alabama, above Texas. Really the key there, above Texas, because those two teams, Oregon and Texas, have title games and a final statement and could be conference champions. So... Um, when you look at it, uh, Oregon, their win, their best win so far is number 20, Oregon State. Bama's best win, number eight, at Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, common opponent, Texas Tech. Oregon beat them by eight. Texas beat them by 50. Um, and then when you look at number of ranked wins in the current top 25, it's 2-1 Texas. So I'd lean Texas there, and um, we'll see. We'll see what happens here, but uh, that's what I would go with. Were you surprised Oregon is about a 10-point favorite over Washington? It seems really high, um, especially because they played each other and Washington already beat them. But when you look recently at some of their games, some of their common opponents, uh, Washington has really struggled down the stretch here to get any margin of victory. I mean, and I'm not going to fault them for winning games. A W is a W. But when you're looking at Vegas spreads and power ratings and, and, and uh, stuff like that, 
the margins matter. So beating a, a you know a two-win Arizona State team by by one score there late in the game, they needed a pick six, a hundred-yard pick six. Then Oregon beats them by fifty. So um, yeah, when you look at some common opponents, I can see it going that way. I do think ten's high. Georgia's ranked number one. I think rightfully so. Some are suggesting because Florida State is ranked number four. If Georgia loses to Alabama, Georgia drops all the way out. I don't understand that. I don't know what planet we're on. If we are picking the best four teams, Georgia has to be in regardless. I'm not sure that's what the committee is projecting. Well, I don't know. It goes back to what they've done uh, the entire playoff era, and I mean, it's all just subjective definitions of quote-unquote best four teams. Um, it almost ends up being the, the best four, de- the, the best four deserving teams because they're never going to deny an undefeated Power Five champ. I mean, it's just it's never happened yet. I don't think it will uh, next Sunday morning when they release it. If Florida State wins and they're thirteen or no, they're in the playoff. And I don't know, we could shake it out any other way you want to slice it. With, with Georgia losing the game, you argue Georgia versus Bama or something, or Georgia versus. Um, Washington or some Oregon or somebody, but 13 or no Florida State is going to be in there. So it, it's a it's a rare season where there's possibly four undefeated champs. There is four spots in the bracket though, so that, there isn't a problem yet. The problem would have been if there was five. That still has never happened, but um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, uh, Georgia's been very impressive all season. Um, September and mid October was a little bit rough for them uh, playing some teams of losing records and they barely won they survived so it wasn't this full uh blowout season like it was last year and i know they've really rounded into form here and they look like one of the best but um yeah huge test coming against alabama the michigan ohio state game in the big house michigan holding on winning your thoughts there just a, a classic old 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 time big 10 game i mean it could have gone either way um, credit Michigan there at home. Uh, always kept a good distance there, always up by a score or two, um, and that made the difference at the end. The way that Michigan was able to grind down eight minutes of game clock at the end, I think was the real difference. And, um, you know, I, and, and that was the whole point about the Jim Knowles hire was can they beat Michigan? Do they have the, the right personnel to do it? And they really did for most of the game. I mean, it was not the defense's fault. I thought they played fine. Uh, until that last drive, you got to get off the field. You got to stop the clock, stop the bleeding, because uh, eight minutes were, were grinded down and left McCord with just one minute to scale the field against an elite defense. So, um, you know, defense was great until that final drive. McCord was okay until that final pick. Uh, I think they need to upgrade a quarterback, whether it is McCord a second year bonus or get him some more competition in there. Um, you know, it's a tough it's a tough rating scale because we're comparing them against you know Fields and C.J. Stroud, and they've had elite quarterback play for the better part of twenty years there. So, uh, want to see some improvement there next year. Buckeyes did not get bullied like they did the two previous years, where in the second half their defense just collapsed. They absolutely hung in there. But you're right. Even though there weren't huge chunk plays, that last eight-minute grinder was the killer. Yeah, I was very impressed with Ohio State's defense all season. I had them actually number one in my my game grader defense rankings. Uh, opponent adjusted there. 
uh, all season, really strong. Uh, even within this game, really strong. I mean, you saw them. Michigan couldn't run the ball uh, the first three quarters. Uh, Ohio State was flying to the football, swarming the ball. Uh, there was one pivotal moment I, I think also that stood out. Uh, Zach Zinter, their All-American, future first-round offensive lineman, goes down. It's a tragic injury there. He's carted off. Uh, the game stops for about five, ten minutes. seems like all the energy shifted. They come out from the break, and the first play, Blake Corum breaks off a 30-yarder. That was the only explosive run that Michigan had all day. Uh, it's just the emotions of college football, uh, not discounting the run, but that was a pivotal moment. Uh, from there, that, 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 you know, it was a little bit different. And that, for that fourth-quarter drive, uh, made the difference. So, hey, credit Michigan's offensive line, a two-time uh, Joe Moore Award winner, and um, credit them staying patient with the run there at the end. So, hey, classic college football game. Um, uh, it, it is uh, you know, the end of an era with the four-team playoff, or else we would have seen both these back in a bracket uh, you know, next year going forward. But really special game, and starts to define a little bit of Ryan Day's legacy. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. He's been incredible there, but to lose three straight against Michigan there, all three with playoff spots on the line, Big Ten titles on the line, it starts to weigh into the legacy category. Brett Ciancio with us each and every Wednesday. Brett, your thoughts on Fran Brown, the outstanding defensive back coach at Georgia, known as perhaps the best individual recruiter in America, getting the Syracuse job? Yeah, well, congrats there. That's huge news. Um, you know, it's rare to see a positional coach be promoted all the way up. But almost when you look at these dynasty programs, you know, a Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State type program, the position coaches are almost equated to a coordinator role at some other programs. Like, uh, you know, coordinator at your uh, position coach at Georgia is almost uh, the same credential as a coordinator spot at another Power Five. So uh, he's been on championship teams there. Uh, he's recruited at an elite level. He's going to need that recruiting and then some to go up into upstate New York. I know that's a completely different ball game uh, than competing the uh, recruiting the best of the best to go to Georgia. But yeah, great resume there. Um, exciting off the grid hire. You don't usually see things like this come out of the woodwork like that. But uh, I know those uh, in the Georgia footprint and the SEC footprint are more familiar. So uh, yeah, huge news there. The coaching carousel is heating up. I'm still stuck doing uh, resume rankings and uh, conference title games. I, I still haven't dug into the carousel as deeply as I want, but uh, that's coming up within the next week, and I can't wait. Trent Bray, the defensive coordinator for the Beavers of Corvallis, has been elevated as the head coach at Oregon State. Yeah, I like it. Um, and if you haven't followed Oregon State the last five years uh, – you, you know that Jonathan Smith has improved that program. They were usually a two- or three-win team, and he got them up to 10 last year. But really, the story within the story was when he shifted defensive coordinators. You know, in the first few years of his tenure with Tim Tibisar as a defensive coordinator, they struggled. They couldn't make a bowl. He does a midseason coordinator firing, gets rid of Tibisar, brings in Trent Bray. Um, and since then, the defense has been really strong, a defense that we've seen them play the last couple of years. So... Uh, that was a genius coaching move by Smith. Uh, it shifted the, the trajectory of that program. Now you have it all, you know, a guy taking over that's, the, that's a head coach, the full program. So while Oregon State staff was gutted, unfortunately, and the realignment is hurting them, uh, they did, uh, you know, they caught on to a good guy here with Trent Bray. Do you sense any upsets in these conference championship games? 
Well, if you're going off of rankings, uh, you know, Oregon over Washington, I think you'd consider uh, that's an upset. But then you look at the Vegas spread, and that looks like a 10-point favorite. So, I mean, that one could change the, the playoff math, you know, the playoff spots on the line. I think that Georgia beats Bama. Um, what else do we have? We have Michigan, Iowa. I don't, I don't see a threat there. It's a 23-point spread. You know, I think we've seen it, both of those teams play enough this year. Iowa's defense is very elite, but outside of that, um, what's that leave us with? With Florida State, Louisville, kind of a hot take. I, I still think Florida State is going to beat Louisville. I still think they're, they're going to be fine there. Um, but the quarterback injury really crushes them with Jordan Travis. Uh, I think it hurts their chances to win in January in the playoffs. But here against Louisville, a team that has been overrated the whole season, has struggled against inferior opponents, just lost to Kentucky. Um, I think uh, I think Florida State will be fine. The other 21 starters they have are elite. Trey Benson and running back doesn't get enough credit the way he glides down the field and makes uh, makes defenders miss. Playmaking receivers, elite pass rush. There's a lot to like from Florida State outside just the quarterback injury. So I think they're going to win and cover. Is there a favorite quarterback in the portal for you? And I'll just I'll just reel a couple of names out. Will Rogers. Max Brosmer is in there. Tyler Van Dyke is also a name. Brendan Soresby is another name to throw out. Just on and on and on. Is there one that stands out? Is there a favorite? And God knows what's going to happen between now and next Monday. Yeah, it's about to be an absolute circus. I mean, uh, it's just the whole player acquisition, a talent acquisition part of the game has shifted where – Normally, we'd wait till February to get that big surprise of who our team signed for the next year. Now it's continuous. I mean, it's November. It's free agency. So get ready. Especially the quarterback carousel. Um, and these matter, too, because look at the Heisman finalists this year. They're all former transfer quarterbacks. It's very common for that position. I think a guy off the list there, I don't know if he's actually uh, officially went in the portal yet, but is considering is Cam Ward at Washington State. Uh, a guy two years ago was at the FCS level. He came up to Washington State this year. I'm sorry, last year, but really took a big step in 2023. Uh, Dual-threat guy. Um, I want to see him get some attention. But, um, yeah, it's about to get crazy. Tyler Van Dyke has had great moments. I, I know he's battled injuries and a rough season this year, but uh, he had a special close of 2022. Uh, who else? I mean, yeah, there's going to be a ton of names, and we'll do a whole quarterback ranking in a few weeks. Well, and and I don't think there's an announcement yet, but Warner – at Temple's been very good, and there's some talk about him. Yeah, yep. You got to, you know, and sometimes these, these group of five quarterbacks do pan out, moving up a step. Um, same with FCS guys. But, um, yeah, so if you're not familiar with him, check him out. Uh, I'll go back real quick to Will Rogers. He had the all-time SEC passing champ, and I know that that might have been offensive scheme-driven, being in Mike Leach's offense for three seasons, but, um, We'll see how that translates to a more traditional offense, but he certainly has the experience. His arm has a lot of the, the, the run on it there. I mean, probably the record for pass attempts in the portal. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of interesting names. Hawkeye Jason put this stat out, and I don't know if you got a chance to see it. In the last eight college football national championship games, meaning just the game, not either team necessarily, in every one of these last eight national championship games, th- there's been a starting quarterback from Georgia, from the state of Georgia. Deshaun Watson, Jake Fromm, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Stetson Bennett. All eight games, last eight games. How about that stat? Yeah. 
No, that's, that's pretty special, and I think it goes back to when, when me and you talk recruiting. Uh, I've been strong on this, but I think that Georgia has surpassed a lot of those other states, and, and they are now into that elite tier. You know, traditionally you would just say Cali, Texas, Florida. They're the big three for college football recruiting. I think you need to throw California out of that discussion and put Georgia in there in the top three if you have to cut it at three, because Georgia is per capita just churning out elite college football players. It's high school uh, elite high school football. The coaching is great down there, and you're seeing the quarterback development. You have some quarterback gurus down there. Sean McAvoy is incredible down there, um, and uh, he's just he's churning out guys to the pros and to college. So it's just it's a it's a high school factory down there. The best of the best. So it doesn't surprise me. Brett, tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, uh, follow me at Pick Six Previews on Twitter, PickSixPreviews.com. The uh, yeah, we're miles away from it, but the 2024 season preview book is under production. Uh, you know, we got seven months ago until that comes out, but uh, we're, we're hard at work over here on that. And uh, yeah, we're updating for the playoffs, conference title games, portal, coaching carousel on Twitter. Good stuff, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. Thanks. There he is, Brett Ciancia, Blake Ruffino. Down to the boot, top of hour two. And Johnny Crawford, the fantastic longtime SEC official, will join us with your questions. Hour three, Griff. Yeah, Griff was kind of on yesterday, but kind of not. So we're bringing him back today. Mike Griffin, AJC's Dog Nation. Was there some Bobby P news? Did I miss that? Was there? <laughs> All right, coming right back on the Nashville Hotel. Good morning, really starting to get heavy now on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area, leaving Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville up through the Hickory Hollow area. It's busy, but it's moving down through Wilson County, the Mount Julian area on 40 west, headed towards Hermitage. Not bad in Dixon County. It looks good, actually, on 40 east, out past 840. A Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online today. It's easy. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, all good heat and air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by All Good Heat and Air, serving the community for five years. For all your HVAC home service plans, give the pros a call today at 931-575-7039. 931-575-7039. That's All Good Heat and Air, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality 
quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. We got about 40 minutes in today. And... uh, no mention of Bobby P. What happened? How did that happen? Bobby P., according to Chris Lowe of ESPN, Chris Lowe, is returning to Arkansas to fix their very much broken offense. Bobby P., yes, that Bobby P., now brilliant Offensive mind. Give him that. First class jerk. If you were to just rank head coaches just on the ability to be a jerk just because that's what you are, it would be Bobby P. Again, I compliment him because he's a brilliant football mind. Can't deny him that. I've witnessed it. I've studied it. Undeniable. Same Bobby P who was, what would be the right family-oriented term here if you've got your kids in the car, was having adult relations. I think that's okay, right? We can get by with that. With a former volleyballer at Arkansas, got her a job in the football office, was out on his Harley or whatever it was, on a nice little Sunday cruise with Blondie. God says, you're sinning. I'm going to throw some wind at you. Knocks them in a ditch. 
fakes a neck injury, pouts about it, lies about it, gets fired. <laughs> Is that the cliff notes? I think I just gave you the cliff notes. Don't need to get into all the details there. He's been reunited with Vietnam. Now, that's a good hire. Don't don't misunderstand me. That's a good hire. It's funny. That story will never go away. Oh, Blondie, remember we looked this up about a year or two ago? She was dating some other dude, obviously cheating as a, I guess, a, a power grab with Bobby P. She ends up marrying that dude. That dude took her back. Would you have taken Blondie back after all of that? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I think they got married and they're living over in South Carolina. Tom in Myrtle Beach, Topwater Assassin, Craig in North Augusta. RJ lives over there as a big LSU fan. If Tell me, do they live in your neighborhood? I, <laughs> are they around you? Give me, give me an update on that one. Patton, who'd you say we have on hold? Troy has dialed us up this morning, 615-844-5600. That should be working again soon. Any day now is the text line as well. Welcome in, Troy. Good morning. And heck to the no on the question you just said. There's no way I would take her back. Um, I have a question that's kind of outside the box, and I just wanted your brain, mental brain power for football. Yes, sir. I have noticed this is that punters are much better now than they were in the eighties. They they really can get amazing hang time and return yards are basically down to nothing. Back in the day, Willie got me scooting down the sidelines. Nowadays, you know how many yards Georgia's given up this year on punts? I don't recall Zero. any. <laughs> Zero. I think Tennessee has given less than 10. Right. So my point is, what is the point? If I'm coaching college football, I would put a return man back there. And when that ball went in the air, you got to make the punter kick it up, get some hang time. Because otherwise they'll kick a line drive and kick it 80 yards every time. I'm telling my guy, you were to sprint off the field. And every lineman is to play dead. No holding, no clips in the back, no fumbles. Auburn would have won that game if there wasn't a punt returner back there. I would say I've been some saying of that it. for two years, but I've never seen any analytics on right. is it really true or not. I don't know. Now, D. Williams as a returner has been pretty good this year. As a returner. He returned one this year. Yeah, against A&M. Is it worth it, though? I would say some of it would be the style. And Lou Holtz is one of the first I saw do this, where you roll your kicker out, and he he, he buys time that way and then kicks it, which allows your coverage to get down more rapidly. That's something we never saw. Now, I wouldn't say today's punters are better than Ray Guy. I know that's one. one Well, (laughs) that's true. That's one in a million. Correct. But, yes, that's true. And he, I don't know why they don't, he was so good at kicking it out of bounds. Like, just right inside the five-yard line, he could just kick it right there. And 
I think that's a good plan too. I think they should kick it out of bounds more than kicking it to someone. But I just, I don't know. I've always, I've thought that for a couple of years and I've never seen any information on it. And I might be, you know, totally incorrect. I'm not a coach. I'm not a professional. That's the reason I'm asking you because you're smart and you know what you're talking about. You you are right though. It's not like we're seeing a lot of yards in the punt return game much anymore actually the kick return game too but that you might give up 10 yards you know on roll but i'm willing to give up that 10 yards because you're not gonna have a clip or a hold or a fumble it's a really good point so anyway i will let you go and you have a great day and i'm a long 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 time listening to you so you be good and have a great one to everyone so we'll leave it at that up there. All right, we'll get the break. Top of the hour, Blake Rafino down to the booth. Johnny Crawford also on the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. There's still a couple of accidents out here getting some attention, but right now, here's what we see. Heavy traffic continues up 24 westbound out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville. Watch for some radar on I-40 out in Wilson County, the Mount Julian area. I-40 still looks good at the moment coming in from Dixon County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can always order online. Check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Alpine Concrete is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Alpine Concrete, serving the greater Nashville area with quality and pride. 
For all your residential and commercial concrete needs, call today for a free estimate at 615-474-7859. 615-474-7859. That's Alpine Concrete. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. He knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. football mind anymore he has not been brilliant since 2016 and the game passed him by the only bad look as a coach meaning on the field strictly on the field here would be the end of his Louisville return that was weird that was a group that just looked like coaches and then down the players just quit there was nothing left. It was like, I'm done. I'm just not going to – I'm not going to give effort here. That's the one that was really strange. I can't really get by. But his resume is offensive genius. I still think he has that in him. No Kev up in Chicago. Bill, there's a stipulation in Bobby P's return to Arkansas. He's got to take public transportation. We put put Blondie on the bus. That's all right. Now, Troy, when he called in, said he would not take Blondie back after that. That dude did. He married her. They've been married for five, six, seven years, I think. Yeah, would you take Blondie back? Now, I uh, – I don't think so. No, no, no. You can't. You can't take Blondie back because you never. You, you never get past it. <laughs> Every time you're at dinner, hey, remember that time you ran off of that old man on the on the motorbike? Remember that? Remember that little stunt, honey? Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, on the field though, it's been. Uh, I think that's a good hire for them. Now, now let me go back to another term. And I was doing an Arkansas show yesterday, and this would be the term we brought in 
Monday-ish, I guess, statistical bearish bias. Now, that's a stock market term, but I want to bring it into our world and adapt it to our world. Sam Pittman, his program has been stumbling the last two years after a really good season three years ago. And the feeling was he really had it going, and I, I liked what I saw. But it has not followed through. As a matter of fact, it's done anything but follow through. There's another example, folks, the follow through. When you've been down, particularly historically down, like Arkansas, it's hard to get back. And even if you do get back, it's harder to then sustain. Three years ago, really good season. Everybody's excited and no follow through at all. As a matter of fact, again, they've plummeted. They won one league game, period, this year. Statistically, the chances of Sam Pittman, and he's bringing in Bobby P for that offense, to salvage things, to resuscitate things and get them back on the right track, get another contract into the future, and keep that job long-term, there is a huge statistical bearish bias here. I was on the Arkansas show like I do every Tuesday, yesterday, and I told them this. Matt Jones, one of their storied big-name superstar quarterbacks, is co-host of that show. Do it every Tuesday. And I told them, the chances of Sam Pittman fixing this to the delight of the fan base is negligible. There is a statistical bearish bias here. The percentages are astronomically against Sam Pittman in this situation. They just are. Wolverine Dan, I've got about a minute and a half before we hit the break. Maybe maybe two minutes, but about a minute and a half. Welcome in out of the Rocket City. Hello, Dan. Wolverine Dan. I've been married for 37 years. Yeah, but you didn't run off with the volleyball player on a chopper either. That's why you're still married. Well, she did play volleyball on the phys ed team. I know that. So <laughs> Anyway, with that said, real quickly, first off, Josh, I always respect you because you served our country. But I wanted to tell you, you know, yeah, I was mad too when we got beat quite a bit by, by Ohio State. But, Josh, listen, defensively, your team played much better. Uh, the future looks bright. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick data to the curb yet because the defense is so much better now. The offense is still good. You guys are very competitive. You only lost one game. So uh, there's a lot to look forward to. But uh, I'm excited about this weekend. We'll see how it plays out. 22-point uh, favorite. You know, I hope it's not one of those Appalachia State games where, <laughs> you know, we, we, we get beat uh, by a team that we should we should win. So, what, what's your thought about the game? It's probably what I'm thinking is that it's, good, it's not going to be close. If the other team can't score, you can't lose. That's my reply. And Iowa, Iowa can't score in a women's prison with a handful of pardons. That's one we used to use on Sirius XM. That's how you're the word, master of the wordsmith. That, I could have never done that. But listen, uh, uh, I, I figured uh, my wife and I got a hold of the show here this morning. And Pat was very nice enough to help us out uh, how to get those uh, rooms 
And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to keep trying that. Uh, you said there might be a little malfunction going on, but what we're, we're going to try Tom to get a room it, so we can yeah, be Tom there. Tom says it works. Yeah, Tom says it works. Uh, so, But anyways, yeah, just go in and play with it. But we'll see you on the – look forward to seeing you and your wife on the 14th. That's yeah, the Thursday. Twitter, your Twitter account, correct? Yeah. I'm sorry? Your Twitter account for the, uh, the, the rooms, correct? Yeah, or you can email me and I'll send you the link either way. All right, all right great. Listen, I appreciate it, Bill. Have, uh, have a great day. See you. All right, you too. Coming back, Blake Ruffino. Then after that, Johnny Crawford. That's our number two on this Wednesday edition. Yeah, we got 40-something minutes in and no Bobby P. Then we got to Bobby P. And then the shenanigans began. That's the way that seems to work. Omni Nashville Hotel.